Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night, Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Stephen Klemer. And I'm Jobless Kyle. Jobless Kyle. Uh, today, we, uh, we released Matt. We wished him all of the, the best in his future fuck endeavors. Yeah, fuck that fucker. <laughs> um, so now I'm your new host, Stephen Klemer. I may sound like him, but it's just to soothe your sexual souls and <laughs> your ears so uh, you don't get too up in an uproar. That We're going to ease the voice away. Yeah. The ease, voice of yep, Matt. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a voice changer. We'll ease it away, and eventually we'll do a voice reveal, and you'll hear the real voice of Stephen Klemer. I'm Stephen Klemer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm Stephen Klemer. How's everyone doing? Uh, welcome to the show. Um, my show now. It's my show, bitches. Fuck everyone else. I'm out of um, here. Yep. Kyle. Kyle's quitting everything. <laughs> I've given up. So he might give up on life next. Yep. Put him on uh, pizza watch. I'm going to uh, lay on my couch with one leg off and my wife beater on, and grow a, a real bad five o'clock shadow. And, uh, With your hands on your pants? And I'm a, yep. And I'm going to Al Bundy it? And I'm going to fall asleep with beer in my hand and I'm going to keep spilling on my wife beater so there's stains on it. You're going to Alabama man? Yep. I'm going to join a bowling league? My hair will be all sticking up. God damn it, what are you kids doing here? <laughs> We're coming home from school. Keep it fucking down. What are you going to do for a hobby now? Because, you know, when people quit their jobs on a whim like you did today, they always have, like, a weird hobby that they, they come up with. I'm going to start stacking dominoes. You're going to stack down. That's not really that weird. And then I'm going to knock them over and it'll be like Luigi. Nah, that's not really that weird. No? I thought you'd start, like, collecting weird things. I'll here. collect uh, matchbooks. <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know. Like bars of soap or, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, olive pits or peach that. pits or toenails. Ooh, I'll start kidding, keeping my toenails in the bag. Fucking boogers. I, I don't know. I already, they're underneath the table. <laughs> like eye sleep or eye boogers or the fuck they're <laughs> called, the crusty in your eyes? No, I'm not going to be able to collect anything because I'm not going to have any money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Damn, I'll just, son. I'll just wait for a curbside pickup in my neighborhood and I'll go root through their shit. There you go. Well, it looks like comic book reviews is coming to an end since Kyle can't review comics anymore. Because <laughs> I can't buy any. <laughs> he can't buy comics anymore. I'll be all right. You should go get a job at uh, your local comic shop. <gasps> I could support your local comic shop. They can support me. Yeah, there you go. I'll have to go. I'll have to go fill out the old application tonight. And there you go, and or give them uh, six grand and become an eBay partner. <laughs> <laughs> could do, you could do that too. If I had six grand, I don't even have a job. Uh, yeah, that's true. Damn, I keep forgetting about that. And it makes it real hard to do things with money. It does. We talk about this every day, like, through chat, and I just can't believe you actually fucking did it. I did it. I can't believe it. Like, every morning you're like, I fucking hate my job. I want to quit today. Fuck this bullshit. I'm uh, out. I'm like, I'm right there with you, and I can't believe you actually up and fucking quit today. Gave him the middle finger. I don't know what to say. Like, you've got some ma- massive balls. <laughs> massive balls. Oh, I'm stoked. Like, everyone else has got some marbles, and you're rocking some fucking beach balls, because... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Because you take that job and shove it. Yeah, dude. For real. Um, So, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead came back last night. Or, well, Sunday night. You didn't watch it, huh? Didn't even know it came back on. 
Like I'm sitting here trying to convince Kyle that it's actually a decent episode. He's like, nope. Nope. No, it's not. Not even having have nothing no. to do with it. <laughs> I know how you operate. It's a terrible episode. You're just going to tell me it's good to get me to watch it, and it's actually shit. Yeah, because you've done it before. You, <laughs> I have. You have. You I have, have done it before. No, I know, I have. But it actually was a good episode. Like, it was a very, it was a decent episode. Were they in Mexico? They're still in Mexico. Nope. But they're all split up now. The zombie apocalypse is in full effect. So now you're seeing more of what we wanted to see where they know what they are. So now it's like trying to survive. So so now it's the Walking Dead but in Mexico. But you get to see dogs. Like dogs attack Nick. You get to see Nick drink his own urine. You get to see him walk with a zombie horde. And people are going crazy saying that. So he eats his cactus and he starts hallucinating. Nice. And he thinks that the zombies are like whispering to him. <laughs> so people are like, oh, it's a, it's a prelude to the whisperers. He's going to show up. That's how they're going to cross the series is that he's going to show up as part of the Whisperers. He's probably going to be um, Beta in, in the Whisperers. Beta's an old man, an old big dude. Like, he's and he's bald. But, um, and he's not bald from shaving his head. He's bald from fucking, like, Jose, like, hereditary. But, um, I mean, it was, it's actually good to see the new dynamic. Like, it, it focused on Nick and... So the whole time he's hallucinating, he's going back to... So everybody's separate. Because I know the yeah. dad, when they had left off at the uh, mid-series finale, the dad had left to go find his son. Yeah, Travis and his son, Chris, are together. They're Mom's with daughter. Mom and daughter, and then the um, other chick from whose dad died. Yep. Is, they're all together with um, the, the black gay dude. I can't think of his name. Sir, I want to call him Serge, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> I can't remember his name. And then Nick's by himself. Nick's by himself, yep. Yeah. And he's walking through groups of zombies covered in zombie blood. And uh, he, so when he leaves, he, he gets a... that shit out like a champ. Yes, he did. When he leaves, he gets a care package from this woman of a backpack full of stuff and water. So he goes to sleep in like this like schoolhouse or church or something, and then he gets attacked by a woman with a baseball bat. So she starts beating the shit out of him. So he has to run away. So he's on his own without water, and then he gets attacked by some dogs. So he eats a cactus to try and rehydrate. Because, you know, rehydration is important. And uh, he starts hallucinating. And the whole time he's hallucinating, he's having callbacks to season one to the girl that turned at the beginning of season uh-huh. one, his girlfriend. So you got to see more in depth with their their relationship and him in and out of rehab and how she was like his... Uh, his sponsor and, and all that, and then he got her like hooked back onto drugs and shit. So ah. it, it was kind of cool to see his backstory a little bit. No. And you get to see more people. He runs into more people that are, are like him that are are wearing zombie blood. So a lot of people figured this out. Yeah. So it's not just Rick's group, which you, you get that impression because they only focused on that in that particular series. But now that it's expanding, you're seeing that a lot of people have figured this out. They're the 1%. Yeah. So it's really that good, huh? Yeah, so then they take him back to this, like, other village where a doctor fixes him up. So he's at, like, a uh, oh, new Woodbury-type place. Is it Mexico Berry? <laughs> yeah. Guantanamo Berry. It's Cactus Berry? Yeah. Guantanamo Berry. <laughs> El Chapo comes out, come to my cocaine den. So now that you've, speaking of Walking Dead type shows. Now that you've seen the entire first season of Outcast, mm-hmm. what what is your what is your 
final opinion of the very the whole season as a whole, not of a whole as Outcast. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think they went. They took a major left turn from the comic book. Yeah, towards the last like three episodes. Yeah, like, like they. You, you you after like three or four episodes you you felt it starting to to the point where I'm almost separate. worried that they're they spoiled some stuff <laughs> and I guess we'll find out tomorrow since a new issue comes out tomorrow yep but yeah it's oh, almost I can't buy it. it's almost to the point where I'm worried that it might have spoiled some things because events that took that are going on right now in the comic took place in the season finale but they were left un Unaddressed so in the you, comic. You think like the shit that with his daughter is going to happen in that in tomorrow's issue of Outcast? Um, where they where he takes that whole that whole scene when they're inside of the because uh, remember like in the show they're inside that where all the uh, people who are going through the change of having mm-hmm. the demon inside of them where they're where they can go and secretly change and morph without having to be, you know, killed or separated. Uh-huh. So you think that's kind of what we're going to find? Because in the comic, the devil does drag Kyle back, kind of like kind of like what he did in the show. He dragged him back to the place where they're at. So I guess... Well, you get, you kind of got to go back. Like, if people are reading the comic, then you know that Outcast is a story about a guy named Kyle Barnes who we don't really know what it is, but he has the ability to basically outcast demons from people that are possessed by them. And he's got his partner, Reverend Anderson, who tries to do it through the power of God and pretty much fails and fucks up at every turn. <laughs> I liked... <clears throat> so the show splits off. And in the comic, Kyle like Kyle's estranged from his wife because they all think that he attacked her and beat her up. But really, you come to find out that she was possessed. When the show starts to take a turn differently is in is is right around i don't remember what issue it is but right after they have the kiss on the porch mm-hmm. she leaves the daughter with kyle and that doesn't happen in the comics yeah yeah so that's where it starts to take the turn and then his when his sister becomes possessed she kicks her husband out the window and pretty much as far as we know paralyzes him and in the show she kills him yep she straight up bashes his head into the mirror and kills him. Yeah, and then rips the big chunk of mirror out of his throat so he like mm-hmm. he bleeds out. And then the whole the whole thing with the uh, the kid who raped Kyle's sister when she was younger that was kind of touched on in the comics but then brushed over mm-hmm. where Kyle and his brother-in-law just beat the shit out of him and then that was it to where it went to a big old a bigger convoluted thing in the show. Yeah, and which I understand because you gotta you gotta fill TV time and you, it drama makes it more interesting. I like I like that they did. I like that the, they started to drift away from the comics because I think you know it's clear that it's not like The Walking Dead. Kirkman's entire first season covered his entire what twenty issue run now. I think it is mm-hmm. of Outcast, so it covered everything to current. I actually think it went past it. But the only thing we don't know is that. They didn't. They didn't have the, the. I don't. They don't have the people that were helping the demons take hold in the comic, did they? No. So that's new. That's new too. And that's what I think we're gonna find. I think that's where, because like the last two issues of Outcast, you see everybody in there, but they look like normal people. Mm-hmm. 
which I think that's what they're gonna. I think that's what the next issue, when because the issue, remember the the issue ended with the Reverend looking through the window, right? Which you see, and they make that very apparent in the TV show. Yeah, so I think that's what we're gonna see in the next issue is that that's what that place is, that they're how where they're housing everybody. I think that's where we're gonna. I'm hoping that's where we're, that's where they're gonna kind of touch on it and show us because, I mean. That's way different than in the comic, but it, because you know the issue before where they're talking about Kyle, remember they're in this room and they're kind of arguing with the devil. Mm-hmm. So that's now now that's what I think is now that's that's who they are. They're all people kind of like in the show that are possessed. They're established. I think that's who they are in the book. Now that's why I think who who they are in the book. But I think the show itself is going to get crazier. Because they've established that it's not just this town that is like that. That this is a huge problem. Yeah. Because him and his daughter are leaving town, and they're at a gas station, and all those people stop and stare at him. Which I'm assuming that they are people that are embedded and have already made that change mm-hmm. where the demon has already taken over them, and now something has been sent out so they all know that he is the outcast. But is it going to come to a... Tw- I-, I could see a twist coming... Where all these demons are good and Kyle is the asshole. Because they don't seem to be doing anything evil. It just seems like in the the show makes it and the comic makes it just and they explain it in the in the show, it's during that transition period is when they're evil. Right. And then once they settle in their body and they they take over the mind and they're not internally battling the person that they're mm-hmm. taking. That's when they kick in. I think that's their second chance at life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of them just go about their day. Yeah, and they're not evil people. So it's weird because they did the whole thing with the uh, the big dude. I can't think of his name at the church differently. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the comic, he was some girl, some woman's husband. Yeah. Um, the, the kid and uh, I can't think of the devil's name. Fuck, why can't I think of his name? But anyways, that that relationship between uh, the the preacher's booty and the devil never happened. Yeah. And that whole thing at the end where Anderson burns down the house and that kid's inside because his mother can't find him, that was fucked up. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I, I mean, I, I like... That they detoured from the comic faster with Outcast, and they're taking a bigger detour too, because the way you find out that Kyle's daughter is also an Outcast is different. So it it, it takes a big detour from the comic, like big time. And I think with not being because you know the Walking Dead was so far ahead mm-hmm. that they could they had a lot more playing room to bounce in and out. I think mm-hmm. picking this up so soon because I mean you got to think. By the time this show rolls back around, I guess it'll be a whole other story arc. Mm-hmm. Twelve issues, ten, at their rate six. Outcast comes. Outcast seems to trickle out slower. Well, I think. Well, if you've heard, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that Kirkman is ending, um, in, Invincible. Yes. And I think him in, ending Invincible has a lot to do with this, because he needs to get ahead in Outcast. He needs to stay up ahead of Walking Dead. He's got all this commitment with the show. He's got these health issues. So I think he's got a... He's he's ending Invincible because Invincible is a property that nobody's picked up other than the comics yet. Yeah. And so he's 
looking to end that to focus his attention elsewhere. And who knows? Like, yeah, it, it's it seems like you get a um, you get an outcast book, and then it takes two or three months before you get another one. Yeah, I mean, we got one last month, didn't we? Um, no, we didn't get one for San Diego. We didn't get one in July. I think we got it right before San Diego. Like closer to the beginning of July. Yeah. So about every two months we're getting him. Mm-hmm. So Either that or it was right after San Diego. It was one of those. I knew it was I knew it was more recent, but it was still while the TV show was going on. And a lot of, the crazy thing is a lot of people thought that the TV show was done. Like they thought that it was only going to be one season because the way it ended is it could have ended perfectly to be a, se- a series finale. But Robert Kirkman addressed it, and I remember it being addressed that they were picked up for season two before the pilot even aired. Yeah. So. No, they've got it. They've got the green light for season two. Yeah. But I thought it was good. I mean, I. I think it being on Cinemax hurts the buzz of this show. Yes. It it greatly increases the production value and greatly increases what they can do, and I appreciate that. But I think the fact that it's on a pay cable channel. I think because it's on Cinemax. If it was on HBO, it would be a different story. Um, maybe. Because HBO is the go-to yeah. paid channel for shows. I mean, you've got Vice Principals, Ballers, you had Entourage, you've had... I mean, they've, they've Silicon put Silicon Valley, sh- Game of Thrones, Eastbound they, and Down, yeah. Boardwalk sh- Empire, you could go on for... They, they've put out show after... I mean, all the way back to the Sopranos. Sex and the City, Sopranos, yeah. You could keep going and going and going. Now, if... I think if Outcast was on HBO, I think it would be a whole different ball of wax. Even though HBO owns Cinemax. <laughs> well, the same thing with um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. A good series, but I feel like it being on Showtime hurt its, its buzz, hurt its... And I know it's getting a season two, and it was really talked about at Comic-Con, but I think that it being on Cinemax really hurt its buzz, too. It was on Stars. Was it? Oh, that's right, Stars. I don't know why I thought Showtime. But yeah, Stars. But I think other, these other paid channels, like Stars and stuff, they have a hard time. Showtime. Showtime's a close second to HBO because they have a few good shows. But everybody else is kind of. I, I only subscribe to HBO. I don't subscribe to any of those other movie channels because HBO seems to get the movies before everyone else. They have all the shows I watch. Stars seems to be getting a lot of the movies now. Like, they got Guardians of the Galaxy. They're yeah. getting uh, Star Wars. They're getting yeah, they're getting all the Disney stuff, but who knows? So, I don't know. I just... I think... Because I think besides HBO and Showtime, it's, I think other shows kind of lack on the other channels. And maybe this is the show that puts Cinemax for better programming. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, now I'm I'm conflicted, though, because now that Negan is in The Walking Dead and you hear people saying, oh, if you buy the Blu-ray, dude, he drops 27 F-bombs and the whole three-minute monologue he's got. I'm like, damn, I want to hear that. Yeah, I do, too. Like, that's Negan to Somebody me. will put it out, though, and I'll be able to watch I it. I want to hear that, you know? I don't want to hear clucking cluckers, you know, and <laughs> your watered-down bullshit. You know, I'm really getting tired of hearing about the season premiere of The Walking Dead. Hearing about it or hearing about the season finale? I'm tired of both. I'm tired of hearing about that, and I'm tired of hearing... We've been 
nothing but speculations and talking about I'm just tired of, I'm, I'm personally tired of hearing about it mm-hmm. I think it's time to do the shit we're right. tired of talking about it because I mean it's all you see on the internet and it, it's, it seems like it's the same recycled story over and over again and it's they're kind of double dicking us though because <clears throat> not only did they leave it in a, a cliffhanger to where you have to wait till October Normally, when the show starts towards the beginning of October, now you're not starting it till the end of October. They always started close to Halloween. No, they've usually started like the twelfth, the seventh or twelfth of October. No. Yeah, let's see when when did season six air? Because it, it's always right around the twentieth of October. Uh, let's see, because I remember it being a way earlier. You might be right, but but I don't know. Like just like the new article that's out is the. Season premiere, the the mid series, you know, premiere back. Well, it was, it made everyone sick to their stomach. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what? I don't want to hear that now. I want to hear that October first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Start putting them out then to get me hyped up. But you know what? In August, I don't want to hear about it. Right. Because. I'm tired of waiting already. I've been tired of waiting since the day after it fucking aired. <laughs> I've been tired of waiting for it to come back on. Let's see. So, Walking Dead Season 6 premiered on October... Where the fuck did I just go? It was just right there, and then, like, the page fucking shifted. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Um. Come on, dead air, fucker. No, I'm, I'm not dead airing nothing. <laughs> um, October fifteenth, or sorry, October eleventh. It was confirmed on October seventh that AMC had renewed The Walking Dead for season six. Oh, October seventh, two thousand fourteen. So yeah, the uh, season six premiered on October eleventh, two thousand fifteen. And then season f- uh, five was October 7th, 2014. So it's been at the beginning of October, and now they're making, making you wait till the end of October. So that means you're going to go October, November, and then they're going to take that break. Then you're going to have February, February, March, April. So it's probably going to go a, lot, a little bit longer than... Um, it's probably going to go a little bit more into the spring. And I think that has to do with them losing a lot of these shows. Like, um, they ended... um, uh, What the fuck did they end? The the fucking cowboy one. um, Cowboy show. I can't think of what the fuck it was called. Hell on Wheels. Oh, I never watched that. They ended Hell on Wheels. Um, They've ended some other things. So, and I think that gives them time to do... Make Preacher Season 2... Um, Fear the Walking Dead season three and all these other shows. So who knows? That's only pure speculation, but <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tired of hearing about season seven also. I'm just ready for it already. Yeah. And I'm kind of annoyed that I have to wait till the, almost the end of October. They just need to shit or get off the pot. Right. Like we don't, we don't need two or three different stories. That, yes, I can scroll past, which I have been. I've stopped reading all Walking Dead articles and it's a lot of it for me is clickbait 
What if the what if Rick's the one that's gonna? It's not gonna be Rick. Yeah. What if it's Carl? It's not gonna be Carl. Because I think the new one is Rick's not gonna be the star yeah. of this season. How do you know it's not gonna be Rick, Matt? Because I'm smart, and you're not gonna kill off the main character yet, especially when he's still alive in the comic books. How do you know it's not gonna be Carl? It could be Carl. That he literally says, if he moves or screams, I'm gonna make him eat his son's other eye. So you know it's not Carl. Yeah. Well, then who could it be? Well, it could be anybody else, but it's going to be, like we've said millions of times, it's going to be somebody that's going to have a huge impact, that's going to make you feel it. They're going to make you emotionally invested in season seven. Glenn and Abraham. Their goal is to make you fucking hate Negan. Yeah. I love him. I will, no matter who he kills, I'm still going to love him. The cock fan club? The Negan yeah, cock fan yes. club? Because he's my favorite villain, but... And I like that Charlie Adlar came out and said that Negan is in The Walking Dead for the long haul. So, obviously, they're not going to kill him off anytime soon. I mean, they haven't killed him off in the comic? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's he's in the comic for the long haul. I mean, he's been in... I mean, since issue 100. Yeah. I mean, that's... We're fastly approaching issue 200. I think... I honestly think issue Rick Grimes is going to die in issue 200. I think he's going to die before that. I, I think 200 will be the issue where Rick Grimes dies. Because they're going to start building Carl. They've already kind of started building Carl's story arc t- for him to take over. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Rick doesn't make it through the Whisper Wars. You don't think so? I, I wouldn't be It wouldn't surprise me. I think he will because there's too much. There's. It, it would have to be Negan that kills him then. That's why because I think he's going to do it. it. There's too many people in, in front of him to... There's too much someone would have to go through to kill him. I think I think before Negan kills Rick, I think Negan and Dwight are going to come to blows. I think Dwight's going to accidentally kill Rick trying to kill Negan. Think so? I don't know. As they're trying to get Lucille back. <laughs> I don't know, but that, it's just all speculation. But what are you going to do? Nothing, <laughs> bitch. Right. Now I need to catch up on Preacher. Yeah, you got no job. You got plenty of time. Going to catch up on all kinds of shit. You and Kellen now have something in common. You guys should have a... I'm going to come over and hang out with him. There you go. You should have, guys should have a talk. Does he work now? Uh, he sells shoes at Vans, yeah. But I'm just saying he went for months without a job. So. <laughs> I, I thought he got fired again. <laughs> Twice this year, he got fired. Um, it wasn't his fault. No. Someone had it out for him. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um... But uh, so one of the major, one of the major things that's been going on in the news today is it came out last week that Zendaya, the Disney Channel star, is going to play Mary Jane Watson in the Spider-Man: Homecoming, and that started this whole controversy. Uh, not, I wouldn't say racial issue, but I guess it kind of is about having changing a character's race um, to appease people. They did it to appease people. I don't think they picked her to appease people. I, I honestly believe that they, whatever she did, in auditions or whatever she has done, because I didn't know who she was until. Is, she, she must have sucked some dick because she's a terrible actress. I don't. I don't know. I didn't rewatch what she was on. I shouldn't Disney. say that. That's terrible. But, but I, I don't think she's a good actress. She did something that's gonna. I mean, because I mean, like Mary Jane, has to be good looking. End mm-hmm. of fucking story. You can't have an ugly Mary Jane, and she's fucking kind of cute. Yeah. I, I I don't think they chose her because of her skin color or whatever. Maybe whatever she is. To do it to cater. 
I honestly think they just did it because they thought she was the best person for the role. I don't think... Well, I, re- I really don't think they were catering to anybody. They caught a bunch of shit for Iron Fist. Or not Iron Fist, but um, Doctor Strange about an Asian character being played by not only a woman, but a white woman. And then they have they caught a bunch of shit for Ghost in the Shell, the anime, being played by Scarlett Johansson, who's a white woman. And so they're saying they're whitewashing these films. So now you have a, 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 predominant, a predominant character of white skin color now being played by a, a mixed-raced actress, which I'm fine with that. Like... She could kill it. Disney knows what they're doing. Marvel knows what they're doing. They're casting, and she could kill it. I don't have a problem. Honestly, I really don't have a problem with the fact that they made Mary Jane a woman of color. I really just think they're picking the person based on the part. I think they're on on their acting. I think they 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 have a vision, and I think that person, Scarlett Johansson, the chick from Disney, whatever they've done... They saw what they needed to see in that character, and I think that's just how they picked it. I don't think they, I don't think they've done it to cater to anybody. Well, the Scarlet Johansson, and I kind of feel like that's to sell tickets. People know the name, people know the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I think that one's to sell tickets. Just like Will Smith and Suicide Squad was to sell tickets, because he's always had that legendary that you, that legend of you're gonna have a huge summer blockbuster if you've got Will Smith in it. Yeah, and I think that was to sell tickets. But I think them picking this chick for Mary Jane, I think that's all it is. She did something right, and they they saw her, they what they wanted in her. I, I, think, mean, I think they did it for her. Maybe she will be an awesome actress. I'm going to backpedal here. I shouldn't say that she's a shit actress, because I've only seen her in Disney Channel stuff, and that shit's always campy and shitty anyways. But I just, I don't know. I Just seeing her in Disney Channel stuff, I don't picture Mary Jane. I really don't. Like, um, I've seen a lot of the new pictures of her, and... Like they've got the ones with, with the her red, red hair. hair and stuff, and I, I yeah, yeah. What's her name? Zendeha. Zendeho. Zendeha. Bendeho. No. Bendeho. But then it comes to the question. Okay, so it's not necessarily the the changing of the race and a predominantly white character, but you're changing the origin and history of a character to appease people that are clamoring about it. Social justice warriors. Um, People hey, who, Stan Lee said she'll be absolutely wonderful as Mary Jane. Well, since Stan Lee said it, we might as well not have this conversation. Stan Lee wins all. <laughs> I, I think she will be. Like, and I don't think skin color is going to matter once whatsoever about Mary Jane. I think it's more of you're changing the origin of a character that's been around for, dec- for decades to... Dude, she was born in 1996. Yeah, to, to shut people up that are complaining that there's not enough, there's not enough LBGT representation in movies or, or, or movies or comics. You don't have enough um, minorities in movies or comics. Like, why why don't you create a character specifically for that instead of taking a character that has an established backstory and changing them? Case in point, Iceman. Why are you... He's been around since X-Men started. So why all of a sudden are you going to make him gay? Why can't you create a new X-Men character or a new inhuman character that was gay to start with? I've literally seen nothing that she's been in. Yeah, like, it's all been Disney Channel stuff mostly. And she was in one episode of Blackish. 
Yeah, I don't watch that show, so I don't know. Just fucking funny. And I've fuck. never, I never caught it. I've been meaning to watch it, but it just comes on after all the stuff that I watch on that day. Yeah, like it fresh off the boat and stuff like that. It was uh, something in the in the middle. Oh, the middle. And then it's the Goldbergs, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, Blackish. Blackish. But this oh, is- and Modern Family. Oh. It's all on. It's all on at the same night, mm-hmm. one after the other. Yeah, because she's like in. Oh God, I did it again. I'm not even gonna go back to it. She did like five things. Yeah, it's mostly Disney Channel stuff. It's mostly Disney Channel stuff. She was in the, a TV show called Shake It Up that my sister used to watch, and now she's in a show called Casey Undercover that my sisters watch. Um, I, I you like again? I reiterate. She was in. She's in Doctor Ken. Yep, Casey Undercover. She's in Blackish. Zapped. Super Buddies, Frenemies, and Ant Farm, Beagle Stylized, Shake It Up, and Good Luck Charlie. Yeah, all Disney Channel stuff. I, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> sit here and say that she's going to do a bad job. I know I said she was gonna be, she's a shit actress. <laughs> In the Disney Channel shit I've seen, she's been pretty bad. Does that mean that she can't change the tone and go to something a little bit more serious now that she's moving to the films? She absolutely could. I don't see the issue with it that she's mixed race. I don't see the issue with do, that, them doing that with Mary Jane. That my big issue is you're you're trying to appease the masses, so you're trying to you're trying to. See, I don't think they're doing that. I don't think they're. That's not. I don't think that's their purpose. You don't think them making Iceman gay was appeasing the masses? No, I don't think picking her to be Mary. No, Jane No, no. Oh no, not her. But I'm just saying, you know, they've had the biggest the, that huge outcry about. Making Captain America gay, Captain the whole Captain and Bucky Yowie thing, like there was a huge outcry for that. Why? Why does Captain America need to be gay? He doesn't. Why don't you create a new character? Why do you have to complain? And, and it's like they're not going to be happy unless it's something a major character. Like why? Why complain about that? They can make a new character that has been gay from the start. That could be just as badass as Captain America. You could be a superhero named Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. No, <laughs> but, you know, like, why make Iceman gay? You know, what, what's the point of that? He drew the short straw. You have all <laughs> of this rich history in comics, and now you're pretty much undoing all of it because you're deciding to turn these characters' yeah, sexual orientation. I mean- they ended up just brushing it over and then not mentioning it again anyway. Right. and the, But it would be the same as... Okay, look at Scott Summers. Scott Summers has had a long-running relationship with Jean Grey. What if Scott Summers is gay now? He'll go for Wolverine, too. That completely changes the dynamic of the X-Men. Scott Summers is gay, never had a thing for Jean Grey. That'd be crazy. Right? What if Batman was gay? Whoa, whoa, buddy. It's not getting crazy here. You had that... He sure looks gay in the Adam West series. No, he old looks, chum. He looks campy, buddy. Old There's chum. a difference. Yeah. Because when they were... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, getting, no, when they were... Sca- you're getting fucking crazy here. When they dude. were scaling that building, he was all up in Robin's shit. Like, there was no distance between them. Like, he's like, don't worry, Robin. I'll be here to catch you if you fall. No. You, you know, it's like... It's called being a friend. <laughs> That's called, what that is. It's called being a fucking friend, buddy. <laughs> That's what that is? Yeah. It's, it's called the buddy system? Yep. I'll catch you. <laughs> I'll catch you if you fall. Yep. That's a fucking, that's a true friend and compadre. 
Dude. That's that's what an amigo is. Yeah. Bruce, why... Oh. There's no Uno with Batman and Robin. It's Dos. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, like, the ambiguously gay duo. Like, they're gay superheroes. They know they were on a t- They were on Saturday TV Funhouse on Saturday Night Live, but, you know... I'm just saying. Sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe Superman. I could see that. Yeah. Anyone who wears their underwear on the outside like that. Yeah. Now, I, would, I, I could handle a gay Superman. He would have to be in a pink jumpsuit. You open up the, you open up the door and there's Jimmy Olsen. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> fucking railing him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But I'm just saying. I told you to shut the fucking door, and then he melts it with his eyes so that yeah. nobody can come back in. People are making a big deal about race, and it, it. Who cares? Like I'm okay with it. Like, it's just a fucking movie, man. It's just a movie, and it's just a comic book. Right, but. But yes, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with introducing. The the new gay character. There's. But it's not like they're alienating. Honestly, they're alienating their years and years and years of followers. To appease a new group of people that are just coming up and, and trying to make it a deal about it. So you're so you're alienating the guys that have been reading comics since the '60s, '50s, and '60s that are still reading comics to to appease the the PC generation. Yeah. That are saying, "Well, we need more more equality in comic books." I I agree. There needs to be gay superheroes, but guess what? You don't need to change the orientation of an already established character to do so. You can create new characters. Marvel's doing it all the time. Homo man. Like, they're creating Ironheart, which is a woman Iron Man. And I think that's awesome because not only is she a person of color, they didn't name her something stupid like Iron Woman or Iron Lady. They gave her her own name, her own persona. It's Ironheart. She's not Iron Man. She's Iron Heart. She's a different character. Does that mean she's cold inside? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but like Sam Wilson, he took over the mantle of Captain America. That makes sense if you read Captain America, that he would take over that mantle. Yeah. Because Bucky Barnes took it over too. So it's not just like they were like, well, we need to block Captain America. Let's give it to Sam Wilson. There's a reason he took it over. You know, if there was a gay superhero and it was new, I bet she'd have the nicest costume. It's always immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> Rhinestone. It's perfect. He's got a man bag. Got, Instead of a utility belt, he's he got a man looks bag. Like Dazzler. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a utility belt, he's got a man bag. Right. Oh, yeah. European man bag. <laughs> it's not a person. It's a man bag. Yeah. There's Skittles in there. He's got a picture of himself on the back. <laughs> Smiling. Yeah. With the thumbs up. What would, it, what would his name be? I'm a homo man. No, I wouldn't be a homo man. You're going to be on the back says, I love the cock. The cockinator. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, co- the, the cock gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> the cock gobbler. And it says gobble, gobble, gobble underneath <laughs> it. Just a nom, 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 nom. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's just my thing. It's that, and people are making a big deal about the race of Mary Jane in this movie. People, in in that don't do that. Like she's gonna do a great job. Maybe. Maybe I'm not. Fifty fifty. I am just because 
the the body of work I have to judge her on isn't the greatest. <laughs> and I should have said that in the beginning instead of saying she's a terrible actress. <laughs> I just I don't I don't like that you're going to you alienate some to you alienate the majority to please the few. And if just give why not make new characters, man? Like you can do that. Like Miles. <laughs> Miles. Yeah, you made a new you made Miles. They just made Gotham and Gotham Girl and Batman. Yeah. They just introduced a handful of new characters. In the New 52, or not New 52, in but the, Rebirth. In the Rebirth. You, Marvel can do that, too. Marvel is all new Marvel now coming out. Maybe that's what they're going to do. They could do that. They could establish gay characters there, gay superheroes. You don't need to change the years and years and years of history of a character to appease people. And I, I'm, I'm glad that they took that stance with Captain America and Bucky Barnes that, that they're not going to do that. That would be cool. Actually, I wouldn't mind if they were together. What, Cap and Bucky? Yeah, trying to be a... But it doesn't make sense. Captain America has this rich history, and now all of a sudden, oh, I'm... Me and, and Bucky and, and, are... And they're battling trying to get married, and they're trying... And they're and they're, they're fighting the system to, to have equal rights. But why together, can't... Together, holding hands. But why can't Captain America fight for that same right, but not be gay? Why does it have to be a gay character to stand up him- and fight for equality for gay rights? Because it gives them more power behind it. I'm not gay. I love the pussy. <laughs> but I, I'm i all for gay rights. I don't see rights. you at any of your rallies. Yeah. I haven't seen you at one fucking rally. I know. I do it. I, I do it from the privacy of my own home. <laughs> I, I love the pussy rally. <laughs> you hold a batter up on your couch <laughs> yeah. as you watch TV. Yeah, because I love the pussy. But, you know, I, it's, you know, it, it's the thing is that I'm all for gay rights. Like, I think they should have the right to be married. I think they should have the right to have, and do everything else they want to do. Me being mar- married at one point, if you want to fuck your life up, let them. <laughs> that, that's my point. We get to do it, so they should too. Everyone should. Equal rights, man. Equal rights for men, women, gays, everyone. And it, it shouldn't matter the color of someone's skin. You should judge their performance based on... Their shitty Disney Channel shows. Their Their skills. <laughs> Or their shitty Disney Channel shows. <laughs> but base it on their skills, man. You know? Don't change the rich history of a character to appease and and make the, the few happy when you're going to piss off the majority. That's, a, that's all I'm saying. I personally just think everybody likes the bitch just a bitch. North Star? I was okay with them making North Star gay. Iceman? That doesn't make sense to me. If it makes sense... Because he's a swab. Like, if they came out and said Wolverine is gay, I'd be like, you're wrong. (laughs) That's why he's so angry, because he's repressed. Because he's holding in his gay rage. Because he loves the cock. (laughs) Yeah, no. That's not not how this goes. But if you wanted (laughs) to... Get out of here, Bob. (laughs) If you want... If with all the stuff that's going on with X-Men, if you want to bring... a gay character in X Men. Was that like can. one issue? What the whole gay thing? What with Iceman? Yeah, it, it came out like one issue, and then like but it, it, was like, it like blew it, everybody away. Like and then it, it was like swept under the carpet, and nothing ever happened to it again. Yeah, because it was Brian Michael Bendis's run, and then once the new person took over, they're like, "Yeah, we're we're not even going to talk about this. It happened, but we're going to talk about it." Imagine if the Penguin was gay. Yeah. That's what we should have as a gay villain. The penguin. 
Yeah, why don't you make a villain gay? Well, you already kind of got the gayness between Joker and Batman. That's their, just their love. That's just uh, that's just an inseparable bond. That's not gay. That's like manly men, like a battle of attrition's. That's not gay. No, I don't know. No, maybe Superman and Lex. Yeah, Lex is pretty gay. And Superman loves the cock. There you go. It, it's just like, to me, like, you know, you you would take... <laughs> next thing you know, they're going to take a notoriously womanizing character like Oliver Queen or Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark and make him gay. Nope. Not going to happen. I'm like, uh, just it good. It could, and you're right. And, but why? Is there... What purpose does it serve to make that character gay? If you want a gay character in, in comics, I'm all for that. But do it because it makes sense, and do it with a new character. Don't do it just to appease people. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> I'm not even calling out Brian Michael Bendis. Just I'm did. just saying. Just did. No, I I'm heard just you saying. You said his name. You said his name, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and that's why I'm going to end that rant, because it's just going to get out of hand. But It's going to get out of hand. It's just not... People just chill the fuck out, honestly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't judge a person on the color of their skin. It, in the fact that the character in the comics is white, and on big in the movie screen she's and gonna be, hair. well, yeah, and she's gonna be mic, a mixed race. Like that's fine. Stop. Judge her on the basis I of actually, her. Actual I actually ability. like the fact that they're mixing stuff up and making it different. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. It's different. We're in a different age. I mean, that, that's yeah. this is the way society is. People, if you know what I mean, why stick to... There's people everywhere. Thanks, everything. Obama. It's fucking Obama's fault. Thanks, Internet, giving everybody a voice to bitch. Right? And everybody chooses to bitch with it. Yeah. What is it? But what are they saying? I, I think it's a breath of fresh air, honestly. What are they saying, Jane Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? The Internet gave everyone a voice, and they chose to use it to bitch about movies. Yeah. That's what they're doing. <laughs> But, I mean, I think it's a breath of fresh air changing this up, making people younger, making people just not the stereotypical of what you expect. I, I like it. Yeah. I really do. You know, like Black Batman, I'm down with that. That's a dark night, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't oppose that. I mean, it'd be different. It'd be nice. It'd be... Well, like a black James Bond only makes sense because James Bond has taken over so many different iterations yeah. of 007. It just makes sense that the next progressive thing would be to be a man of race or color. Even, you know? a, dude, a Mexican Batman. Hey, man, I ain't, I ain't gonna do it, S.A. <laughs> I ain't throwing this bat ring at you, S.A. Why do you get racist about it? <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, I don't... I don't see anything weird about it. I don't, I don't see an issue that either. My only issue is that don't, like I said again, don't change someone's history. Well, I mean, if you did that with Batman, that's what you're doing. What? You, but no, you could have something happen to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like the same thing that happened in uh, Tropic Thunder with Robbie Downey Jr.? Well, or like <laughs> Battle of the Cowl where Bruce Wayne gets beat up. And yeah, and somebody takes it. Takes the yeah. mantle. Like, that's fine. That's establishing a new character. But it's not going back and being like, all right, Bruce Wayne? Yeah, he was never he was never white. His parents were never murdered. He was a Hispanic young man who just decided to take up crime fighting. Like Ghost Rider? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he had an obsession with bats. 
right? Look at Duke, a Robin, the first Robin. Look at Robin as a character. It's gone through iterations, but they've been different characters and different people. They've taken up the same mantle, but they've been different people. Yeah. You've had Dick Grayson. You've had Terry McGinnis. You've had um, Jason Todd. You've had um, Carrie Kelly. So you've had man and woman be Batman and be Robin. Duke. Now you have Duke is a Batman psychic who is a person of color. You know, it's you've had what? What? Like, it's the thing. Like, you have... You don't. It, it proves my point. You don't have to change a character. Yeah, it's not hard to introduce somebody new. Right. You don't have to be like, well, we need to make someone gay now. Um, pull out a hat, Iceman. Yeah. You know, and that's what it feels like. Is it was oh shit, like Iceman because the way they did it, his younger self knows he's gay, and it's just like his older self just never. It would have been better if it was like gay rogue with a hot girlfriend. <laughs> right? Catch him, like, carpet munching. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just... You catch her with a strap on on. Fucking I fully her. support gay characters in comic books. I fully support that whole LBGT thing, and I support equal rights in... Thing? Yeah. Thing? What? Nothing. The whole LBGT movement. There you go. You know, I, I support all that, and I think there should be characters in From comic books. From your house. Yep. <laughs> From my house. There should be characters in comics that go along with that. But, again, it should be new new stuff. Give people fresh stuff. Don't just change people to try and be like, well, look, we did it. <laughs> what? What? Nothing. No, say it. Nothing. What? I'm trying to think of different characters. Like different names for gay characters? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be different. It could be the, the wombat. <laughs> the tick. Even though he's already a hero, but I'm just saying... Just trying to the carpet puncher. <laughs> stupid. The carpet puncher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. God, I'm just funny. saying. You know, I, I ranted on that long enough. But yeah, you did. But the other hot topic we have tonight is something that. I want to ask your opinion on Kyle. Oh shit! And it's the um, basically people hating on artists and comics, and how artists are so easily the before you could only really meet your artists at your local comic convention or or things like that. Like you didn't have as much contact with the artists that you do now thanks to social media and people outright attacking the artists because they don't like their art. I think it's shitty because like you know like. I don't like J.R.G.R. I don't mm-hmm. like his art. I think it's fucking garbage. I always thought it was garbage. But I don't go on Twitter and let him know. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Well, I guess I just went on this and told everybody. But I don't, like, attack him about it. Like, if I were to meet him in person... You're not like... The, I, I wouldn't go, you fucking suck! You know? You're not like the guy who took to, to Instagram to tear Kevin Smith's daughter apart. Yes, you know... He's doing, you know what, and I put it this way, even though he's a shitty artist, I can't fucking draw a stick man to save my life. Mm-hmm. So I would never, probably one of the reasons why I didn't ask Charlie Adlard about Asian Negan. Yeah. Is because they, they are able, they are getting paid to do something right. that I can't do for fun if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go on and attack him for the world to see. 
they're it's they're just doing a job. It's yeah. a job. It's you know, it it's the same as attacking the guy at the department store because he he rang your fucking shirt up wrong. You know, it's 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 well like. The, like, that's a good a, point. It's just a job. That leads me into a story, though. Like, the other night, um, last Friday night, Brent and I went to McDonald's. It was one inside of our local Walmart. And there was this woman at the counter with her boyfriend screaming. Was she spreading her legs? And no, no, no. She was screaming about, where's my, ba- where's my uncle's Big Mac? Where's my uncle's Big Mac? Where's my uncle's Big Mac? And the, the guy was like, oh, shit, it's in this bag. Sorry, I forgot to give it to you. Because uh-huh. it was sitting right there. And he gave her the other bag and... She's like, how do you forget a $4 sandwich? And I was standing behind her, and I literally go, the same way your dad forgot to put the condom on. <laughs> What'd she say to that? She just turned around and gave me a nasty look. It, and it's like, I hate people like that. Like, people who bitch it, uh, people who have no control over it. Like, he, okay, he forgot the sandwich, that's fine, but, you know, don't chastise him for it. You saw that he was trying to get other people's orders together. It was an honest mistake. You got your burger. It's not like you left and came back. But you didn't have to stand there and fucking, like, belittle him for it. Better enough, he already works at McDonald's. But the other problem with people doing it on the internet is they're not... They're only doing it because they're hiding behind a keyboard. Right. Because I guarantee... Like, I sit here and make fun of Asian Negan. I was standing in front of Chad at our line. You know what I did? Not a I thing. didn't say fucking a goddamn word to him about Asian Negan. And I went on and on and on about Asian Negan. Mm-hmm. But you did. You you are trying to get a hold of Tom, Tom King to ask him about the fucking the Batman discs. Which they, they kind of showed up in the yeah. last issue. He's got a spot for shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to go on and degrade him. I went right. on to ask him a question. Like, I didn't want I didn't go on and go, you fucking suck because Batman's pulling fucking jetpacks out of his butthole. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, it's just a job. Mm-hmm. Like it or dislike it, who the fuck cares? Like, I, I personally... And the internet's forever, man. Once right. you write that degree, you know, even at least at McDonald's, yes, you're going to remember that forever. But you, you can forever Google that, and that can come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it is forever there that this person was degraded because, you know what, some asshole sitting at a keyboard didn't like fucking somebody's art. Right. Piss off, fucker. And you're going to chastise, and you're going to belittle them, and you're going to send them death threats and and stuff like that. I'm not a fan of Humberto Romero's. I don't care either. for his He's art. wonky. Yeah, and, but I'm not going to... I've got stuff signed by him. Me too. And, you know, I'm not going to... <laughs> now, see, I didn't say that, but I'm not going to, you know, be... I'm not going to sit there and chastise him for it over the internet. I, I'm not a keyboard tough guy. I'm I'm very much... I, I'll say it to your face if I have something to say. You know, I I will... I'll scream till the cows come home. Uh, you know, if I were to meet J.R. J.R., I would probably say, hey, you know, good work on Batman... Not a fan of the art style. I, I personally think that... You wouldn't even go that far, though. Yeah. You really... Dude, we stood in front of the guy for two hours. Who, J.R.J.R.? JR? Yes. When? At WonderCon. He did it. We were, we, were, we were three feet away from him. We stared at him for an hour. I wasn't right? paying attention. He was, Him and Scott Snyder did it. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We stood it. right in front of him. Yeah, but, like, his art style, to me, he's the quintessential Spider-Man artist. He did have an amazing job on Spider-Man. But now he got into that kick-ass art style, and now everything looks like that. 
his yeah. run on Superman, his current run on Batman. Like, it, it all looks like that. And it, I did give Tom King shit about the the Grayson tune. Yes, you did. But you did it in a, in a friendly Yes, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't belittle him via the internet. Right, because he brought it up. And you were like, are you just going to make it campy? And he's like, well, I did kind of give Grayson a, a theme song for two issues, didn't I? And you were like, yes, you did, through two issues. <laughs> you know, so. And they mentioned it in Nightwing. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's things like that. But you don't go, stop. If you're a real, and, you know, this goes out to anyone. If you want to be a fan, whether you're just getting into the industry or into the, this culture or you've been here for years, Nerds. don't belittle someone. Fucking nerds. For their art. Don't do it. There's no reason to attack someone for that. Because guess what? I fucking hate. I fucking hate Rob Liefeld. I hate his art. I hate him as a person. I hate his attitude. I hate how he is not for the fans. He's just about making that buck. He is make, takes credits for making characters that he had no involvement in. I, I despise Rob Liefeld. I, I don't own anything signed by Rob Liefeld. I don't waste my time standing in line by Rob Liefeld. I'm not going to give Rob Liefeld my fucking money. I only let Rob, Rob Liefeld sign one thing. And and that's my my choice. To my friend Kyle. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> Rob Liefeld, but I'm not going online and, and chastising Rob Liefeld either. No. I'm not going to be like, look how you drew this foot, fucker. This is what a foot looks like. What the hell is this? <laughs> Your what foot, is with the floating heads? Your, your foot looks like you fucking tied the end of a balloon. Yeah. Have you read New Mutants 98? Yes, I have. The art in that book? It's garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. It's everybody's wrapped in aluminum foil. And that's why I, I get that reference of it. Everybody's feet looks like they you tied the end of a water balloon. Mm-hmm. It's that little funky looking thing at the end of the mm-hmm. water balloon. That's what his feet look like in that. Yep. Or they all look like they're not wearing shoes. Like they're wearing the fucking like ninja shoes that have like the... Only the two toes. And how many fucking pouches do you need on one pair of pants? Right. <laughs> All of them, I guess. 47. <laughs> and you know what? I've never seen a person that's got that many muscles on top of muscles. Right. It's like, I was like, that motherfucker's bicep's got like 18 yeah. muscles on it. Jesus Christ. And that's, that's my thing about Rob Liefeld. It's like, he's a cocky fucker. How dare you charge someone to shit, like, upwards of $30 for a signature on a Walking Dead number one that all you did was the fucking cover for Right. You did a variant cover for a, co- a, a fucking convention. You didn't draw the interiors. You didn't write it. You didn't do anything else other than a fucking cover. And you want to charge 30 bucks to sign that book? Lick my butt. <laughs> but but I, I, will, I, will attack, I will say my piece on here because that's what the podcast is for, is to speak your mind. But I'm not going to go chastising him on the internet. Mm-hmm. Not in writing on Twitter. No. Lick my butt. Because you know what that makes you look like? You look like the fucking fool. Because he's laughing his way to catch that fucking fat Marvel check or fat <laughs> DC check. And you're sitting at home working your fucking minimum wage job in your mom's basement attacking people online. As you're crying into your chocolate milkshake or KFC gravy bowl. Why does no one like me? Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, we, we've done it on this show. We, we, we attacked DC for a rebirth. <laughs> and then we fucking ate our words. Yep. And we admitted it. And now I don't attack DC anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because they made me eat my words. The only thing I... And that's why I'm scared. To, I don't want to sit here and say Marvel is fucking garbage because... Marvel is garbage. They are going to... And they could potentially make you eat your words. 
There's no way it. they're not. No, dude. There's no way they're not watching DC closely with the rebirth thing. They're. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna eat my words with Marvel. All new Marvel now is gonna be the DC rebirth of Marvel. Them. What? I already read Marvel now. Oh my god. I read them when they came out. <laughs> Stupid. That's what I wrote. That's when I read the new Ghost Rider. All all new Wolverine. All those books this fall, man, are gonna be. They're gonna garbage. relaunch Marvel. Marvel's gonna blow into the stratosphere. I'm not even gonna buy one issue. <laughs> you don't know that yet. Don't say that yet. <laughs> Unless they redo Old Man Logan. And maybe Brian Michael Bendis. I don't think it's going it. anywhere. I don't think that one's going anywhere. Nah. Maybe Spider Man. Not amazing, just Spider Man. But that's just my thing. Don't. There's no reason to attack these artists. You, you, this is America. It's the same thing. We'll go again with the Raphael, Raphael Albuquerque um, Batgirl cover. I fucking love that guy. You don't like it? Don't buy it. The radio, you don't like a song? Turn it off. TV, you don't like a show? Turn the channel. It, it's not hard, people. You don't like someone's art? Don't buy it. Right? Just move along. There's been... I stopped reading... Um, I stopped reading Ninja Turtles because I didn't like the new artist. Brought didn't, the artist back. I know they didn't chastise. I didn't chastise him. I I I even told Kevin Eastman at Amazing Arizona. I said I love this book. I stopped reading it though because I didn't like the change in artists. And he said I understand. He's like thanks for telling me that, but just be on the lookout because it's only a hiatus. The artist is coming back. So all right, cool. You know, but I'm not gonna waste my three ninety nine in a book for art I don't care for because that's what I look at comic book for. It's it's the artwork. The story is good, but the art is what sells it. Yep. You don't like it? Don't, don't fucking Move it along. Lie. Yeah, don't buy it. Don't go chastising people <laughs> and write a big thing on Twitter about how, you know, the worst part is when people do it and then they delete it and think it's going to be gone when there's actually websites you can go to and you can see all of your <laughs> deleted tweets. So you look, like an a- you look like a double asshole. And you know what? Somebody screenshots that shit. Before it gets deleted mm-hmm. and it gets put everywhere. Before you know it, that motherfucker. You see is it everywhere. daily. Look at Hillary Clinton right now, the FBI. Well, we just found more emails that she said that didn't exist. She she swore under oath didn't exist. Okay. And she's gonna be president. And no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Dear God, no. <laughs> Trumpy. It'd be it'd be nice if like they just both like disqualified each other somehow. If <laughs> they both were like, yeah, I'm done. Vote for Ron Paul. Yeah. Vote. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sanders comes in and wins a, by a write-in vote or something. But that's all I'm saying. Is this is a tight-knit community. I take pride in this community. I love being a part of this subculture. Don't attack these artists, man, because that's why they don't want to come to your comics, your comic shows anymore. Yeah. They don't want to come to Comic-Con and have you fucking belittle them. They don't want to have you, you know... Their hard work just gets shit on. You don't like it? Don't buy it, man. That it, it's the same thing with like video games. Like No Man's Sky came out. I personally like the game. A lot of people fucking hate it. What game? It's called No Man's Sky. What's, oh. But the thing is, is like that's where you name the pine. That's what. Is. Yeah, that's what the problem with pre-ordering shit is. Stop pre-ordering shit because you pre-order shit so that already sh- that already counts as games sold. So you're already giving them money. And they're already making all this money because you're pre-ordering shit before you've even played it. Don't do it. Don't You want to bitch about it? Don't pre-order it. <laughs> it's true, though. It, it's true. 
Look at Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go has lost over 10 million users in the last month. Because it's gotten boring. It has. They've made it harder to get Pokemon. You're getting the same bullshit Pokemon. Yeah. The tracker's gotten hard to use. And it's just, it, it's lost. What what gave it all of its appeal, it, they've taken it away. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Saturday, I was like, you know, I'm going to give Pokemon Go another try. I'm going to go to the to the Squirtle Farm. So I fucking drive out behind Jose's house. And you know what? You know what was there? Mm. Fucking bitches. Yep, they've moved them. They've moved all the nests. Pissed. Like the new Pikachu nest is in fucking Gilbert. I don't want to drive to Gilbert. Well, look, I went with my buddy Cole last Friday. Or no, sorry. Last Saturday. No, not last Saturday. Two weeks ago Saturday. We went to, um, I met him at Barnes and Noble. We worked on some other stuff. And then we went to Westgate for the Pokemon event. I sat in between three Pokestops, all lured. And you know what I saw? Four Pidgeys, a Rattatat, and a fucking Abra. Yeah. Garbage. That's all I see is Pidgeys. I don't know what they've done to the game. It's the law. I don't know if it's because it's here in Phoenix. Well, they say when you have so many people in an area playing the game and everything's lured, you're supposed to catch better Pokemon. It's not no, I just see more now. Pidgeys. Yeah. It's not happening now, so I don't, I don't know. You see the same old garbage Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> All these people are catching war turtles and, and shit like that, and <laughs> I'm catching fucking Pidgey. Right. I go on these fucking Pokemon Go chats like the, on Facebook. The Facebook groups. And that's why I pretty well, that's part of the reason why I went to that, that Squirtle farm. Mm-hmm. Is because that they, they brought they put up a brand new list and they said it was still there. Dude, I watched for like two miles. Mm-hmm. Up and down the fucking canal. Up and down the sidewalk. Nothing. Nothing. Fucking nothing. Like, yeah. I was pissed. So yeah. But that that's just I know this has been a a rant-filled episode, but that's why we told this bitch. <laughs> I well, I felt like these were topics that needed our dis- that needed to be discussed because people just take it too far, and it, it it there's no need for it. Like I see on Twitter all the time, people attacking artists, and there's no need for it. You know, there's. <laughs> I thought Jared Leto was the worst Joker alive. I didn't fucking attack him for it. I didn't tweet at him. <laughs> people don't care. I was talking, it's funny, I was talking to my brother-in-law. He's not a big comic guy, he's not a big movie guy. He just, he goes to the movies just to see movies, he doesn't really give a shit. And I was like, hey, did you see Suicide Squad? He's like, you know what the best thing about that fucking movie was? I was like, what? What did you like about it? He's like, fucking Joker. I was like, you're the only person. Yeah, right, you're that one guy. You're the one guy. He's like, what do you mean? I said, he got shit on for his performance. He's like, dude, he was... He was great. He was crazy. The girl in his mouth made him talk crazy. And you know, he was like, like he, he said to me, that is what, if you picture today, that's what the Joker would be because it's today's influence. I don't it's, think the Joker would be a cholo looking motherfucker with a grill with damaged all over his face. He's like, but that's, that's kind, you know what I mean? It's more updated of what, and that's what got us talking on way more movies. He's like, more superhero movies should be like that, more updated like that, more of what, and I think that's kind of where 
the girl that's going to play Mary Jane is coming into play because that's more of the society that we live in mm-hmm. where there's all kinds of people, different right. people. Mm-hmm. But everybody's different now than they were like when Mary Jane came out, like when Spider-Man came out. You just can't appease anyone, though. Like, like when the Joker came out. That's mm-hmm. I mean, everything's a lot different today. And I, and I think that's more that Joker. You know what? He's kind of right. That Joker does seem like it's more of a current time influence. Well, and, and then it's like, okay, so we're going to make Mary Jane, we're going to make Mary Jane black. Okay. We're going to make, um, I don't know, we're going to make this character in uh, Doctor Strange white and female. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? How are you whitewashing these characters? Fuck you. We're going to make the character in Ghost in the Shell white. Oh, what the fuck? You're whitewashing these characters. You're taking away Asian character. You're whitewashing this character. What the fuck? And then people are, we're going to make Mary Jane uh, mixed race. Why? What, what? Why are you fucking with that? Oh, shut up. Shut up. That's a great idea. Like, you know, it's it's the opposite. Like, if you speak up about something, it, you're always going to get the opposite opinion. Yes. And people are assholes, and that's all that, that's all the internet does is give a voice to the assholes. Everybody likes to go against, everyone likes to go against the grain. If everybody's going for yes, that's kind of the reason why I think everybody shit on Suicide Squad just because everybody else was. Nah. I think so. I have my own issues with Suicide Squad. Well, every, everybody has their own issues. But with there's it. people who really like Suicide Squad that aren't comic book fans, and they're like, that was a great movie. And that's fantastic, because you don't you don't have anything to go off of, so you're going into that movie the way you should. No judgmental, no judgments, no opinions, no pre- preconceived it's notions. It's the best way to go see a movie. Right, but really unfortunately... Is. When you're... We don't have that option. Right. When you're so close to the source material and you're a fan of it, you don't have that option. You know? You don't. You don't. It bleeds through. Like, me, personally, I wanted Emma Stone to play Mary Jane, but I thought she killed it as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I would like to see her come back as Gwen Stacy. Will that happen? No. But... I think that's why I like the X-Men movies. Because I was never a big X-Men guy. Like, a big X-Men comic guy. Like... The comics actually bore the ever-living shit out of me. Yeah. Especially fucking Claremont. The guy bores the shit out of me. He reminds me of Stephen King. Yeah. Just, he's like diarrhea. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I enjoy the X-Men movies, because I'm really not comparing it to much of anything. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my only thing with the X-Men movies is just that they take stupid... They, they change stupid things. And I, I don't know, I just, since I've never been a big X-Men, it's always bored me. That's what maybe, I think that's why I like the movies, because I really don't compare them to shit. Yeah. But everything else I do. I tried with Suicide Squad to go in it, but like I said, I think everything else bled through. Yep. And, and that's the thing with this culture, though, is that the people who are bitching are the first people in line to watch the movie. Hell yeah, you need a reason to bitch. Yeah. You need ammunition to bitch. The- you get tired of bitching on speculation <laughs> the people that are bitching about art are always the first one to buy the book or if it's a hot book this book's gonna, gonna suck I'm gonna buy three <laughs> yeah because someone else is gonna like it you know it's it's society it's unfortunately it's a society we live in now and it's been just been amplified and brought to light through the internet and through podcasts and through things like that because everyone has an opinion now look at what we just did for the last hour <laughs> you know <laughs> I bitch at a particular group of people because they want, instead of, you know, making a superhero that's their own 
and just for them, they want to clamor and bitch and piss and moan to have a character that's already been established and has years and years and years of rich culture and history and change them on a dime. You know, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, man. It is. But I guess that's a good place to, to end the show this week. We've done enough bitching yeah, for we've done much bit. I apologize. Um, let us no, know you if you, don't. <laughs> I don't, well, I apologize. I don't apologize. Opinion. Right. Exactly. I don't, I don't apologize, but, um, just like all the assholes on the internet don't apologize right? for their opinions. Exactly. And some of them are way more brutal than I was. Right. You know, um, I, I speak my mind, but I try to do it not to offend everyone. I'm sure I'm going to offend somebody Just with my, my rant. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to offend somebody with my rant, but I try not to offend anyone. Um, I get my point. I try to get my point across without being offensive about it, but what are you going to do? So, yeah. For the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am, I forgot my name. Stephen Steamer. <laughs> Stephen Cleamer. Stephen I am Stephen Cleamer. <laughs> I am Jobless Kyle. And uh, we will see you next time. Let me know if you like me over Matt because I really don't want to give him his job back. So uh, Actually, I like Matt better because he doesn't bitch as much. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Cleamer. The bitcher. You're going you're gonna to hear my opinions. Maybe I'll get my <laughs> own spinoff show out of this. <laughs> Stephen Cleamer. The Stephen Cleamer show. You could call it... Uh, Bitching last week, this week, or something. <laughs> Bitching about last week, this week. <laughs> what am I going to rip off John Oliver? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Have a great um, rest of your week, everyone, and we will see you next, next time. time.